Uh, the Greens have reheated that wealth tax idea from the last election. Got some twists, though. Last time it was assets over a million, now it's two million. There's an increase to the top personal rate to 45 cents. Jump at the corporate tax rate to 33. The Green Party co-leader, James Shaw, is with us. Very good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Now, is this a bottom line? Mike, uh we don't go into elections saying that we've got bottom lines, but what we are saying is that if people want to live in a country where we lift all of the children who are currently below the material hardship line up above that line, we've got what we think is a realistic plan to do that. Right. Um, and and if enough voters give us their support, it means that we'll that's be right. in a position to be able to uh, negotiate. And that's, that's what elections are fought on. Of course, you, you, you put your policies out there and people make their decisions. Given that you exactly. are, in history, would indicate that you're somewhere between a 6 and a 10% party, you're not going to be the government. Therefore, to see this to fruition, you need to make it a bottom line, don't you? We will certainly be negotiating on this, Mike. It's our first major policy announcement of this campaign. Um, it is a very significant proposal, obviously, um, and we're asking people to support it. And I'll, uh, you know, like you say, it, you know, you, you can look at our past performance, but um, we we think that the conditions are there for a greater level of support. Well, what's changed? It didn't work last time. It won't work this time. It's no different. I mean, the numbers are different, but the concepts the same. Well. We've, I mean, we have, as you said, we have made some adjustments to the policy since 2020. And actually, I think conditions have changed uh, and people's tolerance for living in a society that leaves so many children uh, without, you know, uh, decent clothes or or food or in some cases a roof over their head. Um, their tolerance for that, I think, uh, is at an end. I don't see another party that has such a comprehensive plan for ending poverty in this country. And so what we're saying as well, you know, if you don't like our plan, uh, show us yours. Okay, so do you know what's going to be in Labor's? Do you have any inkling? Are they going to be moving towards you, especially on things like the top tax rate of 45? I don't know. I don't know. And and I, I know, you know, people sort of ask about other other parties' politic, um, you know, policy platforms. Well, I don't really pay attention to that. The job here is to say, well, what are the greatest challenges facing us as a country right now? And what do we think will work uh, in order to resolve some of those challenges? And I think the election here really is a choice between, uh, you know, a vision for a country where we do take on those great challenges and we Mm. do say actually things have gotten to a point where... Uh, we need to take significant action to correct that. That's why I ask you about Labor, because I I see it lining up. You and Labor Labor line up, and they'll have a a policy that won't be as harsh as yours, but it will be sort of along those lines versus the right. It'll be a classic centre-left, centre-right contest, won't it? Uh, It certainly looks that way at the moment, but I've got to tell you, Mike, after the last sort of two or three election campaigns, uh, I am not making any predictions, because generally how things look six months out from an election is not how things turn out on the night. Okay. Where, where's all the noise about the environment? I mean, none of this has anything to do with the environment. What about, you know, some national parks and some snails and some ferns and some clean air and all that sort of stuff? Are you the well, Green we, Party or not? We obviously will have something to say about that, Mike, but I would argue um, that it's very difficult to argue for investment in, say, vehicle uh, recharging, uh, you know, infrastructure around the country when you've still got kids who are going without uh, food on the table. And people do want to see, you know, our kind of hillsides recloaked in native trees and all that kind of stuff. But if their kids are, are struggling, obviously they're going to want to focus on that first. So I would argue uh, that having an inclusive society um, that 
you know, doesn't uh, that takes everyone with us, that doesn't leave anyone behind, is a necessary precondition for a transition to a low carbon sustainable economy. Okay. I don't think that you can divorce those two things. Okay. Hey, go read. You won't have read it. Rowan, you know, remember Rowan Atkinson. I do. Right. Yes. He wrote a very good piece. He's got a, a couple of scientific degrees as well as being a car nut. And he wrote a very good piece the other day in the British press about why he doesn't think EVs are the future and there's a whole lot of other alternative stuff coming our way and we probably jumped on the bandwagon and we're going to regret it. So go read that and next time I get you on, we'll talk about it. I actually, I did see it, Mike. I didn't, I didn't read his original piece, but I read stories about it. And there are well worth other reading. people who are coming out and, and saying the precise opposite. Good but on you. Happy to have that conversation as well. Okay, mate, talk soon. Appreciate it very much. James Shaw, who is the, uh, the Green Party co-leader. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.